niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Yo, 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 we back, we back. This is yes, definitely uh, episode 27. 27, yeah. This is episode 27 of Niggas Watching. Um, you sure this is 26? No, I think this is 27. Hold I'm on. like pretty sure this is Hold 27. On. Just just go to the... Um, just go to Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, check. This this is an episode, though. That's for sure. If you're listening to this episode... This is for sure an episode. Yeah, this is like, you know... This is 26? for sure episode 26. Oh, it's 26? This is our engineer. He, he would know. He would know. I don't know he why would, we argue. I don't know why we argue. We, with the we jumped ahead. Makes us sound yeah. better than we actually sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so every, uh, we gonna goddamn knife is gonna make. Look, we gonna Let, keep let's that keep shit. That. Let's keep that. This yeah. is episode twenty six. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> of niggas watching, um, we back as always. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for for tuning in. Absolutely. If you're listening to our voices right now, um, thank y'all for supporting us over 26 episodes. Like it's a lot of episodes actually. To be talking That's Hollywood hella shit. fucking episodes, bro. Just to be talking about a whole bunch of Hollywood episodes. shit that we and, have as care about. Bro, and I know I bring it up like <laughs> damn near every episode, but the mm-hmm. fact that there's like at least 10 or 15 other episodes that were done that yeah. just never made it to like this type of air. Crazy. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Right. Yeah. So we'd really be almost on fifty, if not more. That's true. I agree with that. Cause yeah, we how we how we started out the show. You know, we didn't we didn't start out right in here recording with it with, with knife. We was goddamn. We was getting it in on spaces and IG live. Yeah. So there's a lot of episodes out Clubhouse there that didn't once. even make Clubhouse. A lot of episodes that didn't even make it to Spotify. But this one is, and here we are. What's up, dog? Talk to us. What you on? Man. So it's January. It is January, it, 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 January twenty twenty three. We still in the new year, still in a groove of shit. Yeah. You know, um, looking forward to a big year in cinema. You know what I mean? I'm excited. We um, talked about it last episode, and last I, I remember when I was re listening to it, I was like, "Oh shit, there's actually a lot of shit. A lot, that, of, lot of stuff. There's a lot of shit we missed or whatever, but there's a lot of shit coming this year. That's like super exciting. That's true. One thing that I'm actually super excited about, or that's the Talk people to we're us. talking about. Yep. Sundance, bro. Sundance Film Festival. Don't you love Sundance time? I do, bro. I would love to. Oh, I cannot man. wait till we can go is to this, Sundance one this day. Is, this is the, of all film festivals, is, is this one or is Venice the biggest film festival? Venice might be a, a, a bigger, like, festival in a mm-hmm. general sense, but Sundance is, like, kind of more known. Or Khan is Khan Film Festival. Khan uh, is like the one. Khan is really Khan is the one. Yeah, Khan okay. is the one. Khan is the one. You get into Khan and like you get like a Palm Door. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 looking great for you. Okay. Let me tell you something. And then you would probably put one of the other ones like two and three. I would say Sundance is probably two, mm-hmm. uh, especially for American. Well, they obviously have all films. It's not just yeah. American films, but especially that's where it seems like a lot of American filmmakers, indie filmmakers, they want to try to yeah, get I, Sundance. And that's what I was just gonna say. So. With um, Venice and Cannes, you might see like, like you might see like a random ass big budget movie mm-hmm. make it to Venice or Cannes. With Sundance, that's where like indie movies go to kind of like yeah. blow up, to get known, to like 
go from just being a random little movie that was filmed mm-hmm. in somebody's backyard to being like to uh, oh A24 is gonna purchase the rights Netflix yeah, is gonna purchase the rights you know Disney I mean? is gonna purchase this you know yeah uh, uh, before I know we got something to get into but yeah. before we get into it uh, one of the craziest Sundance stories is uh, Birth of a Nation when that shit dropped oh goodness Bro, he's, it, up, he's bringing up Nate Parker he's man, finished man <laughs> man uh, so no, when that dropped, that got like seventeen. I think, it did get a. It did, yeah. Bro, them niggas like bid the fuck on that. They motherfucker. did. I do remember this. And that nigga took a pay cut just so he could put it out in theaters. Mm. And that was supposed. Niggas was talking about that shit like that was gonna be. That was that. Yeah, I remember the hype around Birth of a Nation. I remember the way that niggas were talking about this film like it was like the next best thing since like fucking. It's like the Black Citizen Kane type shit. Like Pretty this much. is about That's, to be one of yeah. those films that is going to be talked about for 15, 30, 20, how many years? I said 15, 30, 20. I'm yeah. high, ladies and gentlemen. And if you did not know, <laughs> that I am definitely smack. that. But for sure, I do remember around that time, like, you know, the, the type of uh, attention that film was was garnering. Yeah. And and, 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 and a lot of eyes, a lot of, lot of people bidding on it. A lot of people bidding on it. And that's just to kind of emphasize, like, just what Sundance what's is. What's you know what I mean? Is, like, yeah. you couldn't have taken that film to. Con or uh, Venice and expected the same type of hype to I come agree. from it afterwards. I agree with that, dog. Um, well, since we t- before we get into you know some more like specific things that are going on in Sundance, because as we're currently recording this episode, Sundance is still happening. So, ain't it? We also was it's like it's. I think this is it's still last going week. on. Yeah, it's gonna okay. yeah, it's gonna end very um, soon. But uh, before we get into you know the 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 more detailed things that are happening at twenty twenty threes. Sundance Film Festival. Let's talk about. Um, I've, I found a list of the ten greatest movies Sundance Film has ever given us of Let's all time. It. Now, this list, people out there, this is from 2023. This is a pretty current list. This is also from USA Today. How do you feel about USA Today? Are they they valid enough for you? They're cool. They're cool enough. They're cool. This was whenever I when I was on Google and I was looking for a very I was looking for the most current. That was the most current because it's USA just, today. yeah, and it's from this year and from this month. So here we go: the ten greatest movies that Sundance has ever given us. At number okay. ten, they have us with "Sex Lies and Videotape" from nineteen eighty nine. The Steven Soderbergh movie. Yes, exactly. Okay. His directorial yeah, his, debut. Okay. Um, number nine, we have 1994's Clerks. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's a, that was a good movie. Number three. I'm not number three. Uh, number uh, eight. Okay. This man is smacks. <laughs> number eight. Nigga went from number nine to three. Man, that nigga skipping numbers, bro. Hey, look. Um, I didn't want to get through the list, just like y'all. At number <laughs> eight, we have possibly what we've talked about on this show, like one of the greatest indie films ever. Like, it's in oh, terms okay. of, like, the claim and how well it did at, at the box office. It set okay. a lot of records that a lot of films today have still tried to chase that same type of 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 acclaim that 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 this film got that I'm okay. talking about here. But this is 1999's The Blair Witch Project. Oh yes, I mm. do remember you mentioning that long ago. Yeah, that that's actually mm-hmm. so. I mean, for that to have premiered at Sundance, like imagine if you were one of the first people to have saw that in like like around right now, January. Yeah. Like, Oh damn! And creepy bro. ass. Where's Sundance? Utah or, or uh, I think one of them it, shit? No, it's like Utah or something. Like yeah. mountains. Where Mormons crazy. At? Yeah, and I'm watching yeah. this movie about a witch. Man, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm scared staying in the hotel. <laughs> I, can watch, I can watch that shit at 10 a.m. Yeah. I'm going straight to the hotel afterwards. Hey, I, lights on. Look, I know I know someone personally, and and they're listening to this. They'll listen to this episode. Um, but they saw the Blair Witch Project 
in real time in the cinema in the theaters and they were like that shit was fucking like you remember whenever they had the trailers after Blair Witch just like they do with a lot of those films like they have the audience reactions in oh the trailer. yeah I, I feel like that was the first one yeah, to do that bro. probably it I mean, probably it was. was probably the first one I remember because like mm-hmm. that's around when I started having like my earliest memories for anything yeah. in 99 but I really feel like that was the first movie that like you watch the trailers and it's showing like people like wincing and scared and mm-hmm. shit like, like ducking and yeah, shit in I, the I, theater I could be a thousand percent wrong but like that, that bro one that you can remember these are to you from your earliest memories of movies. You could remember the Blair Witch having those 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 real time audience reactions That's in its trailer and to it, let you know just how scary this film is, bro. And, and that was not at Sundance when they were taking that video. No, like, it was not. so, so was for, in the theater, scared bro, as a bitch. So to have seen that at Sundance, <laughs> woo. Um, that was number eight. Number seven, we have Christian Bill in American Psycho from two thousand. Oh, okay. That's Sundance. That's uh, a that's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, after that, we have Brick. 2005. Brick? Ryan mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson? Yep. Okay. Yep. Ryan Johnson's Brick. Um, that we makes have, sense it was um, at Sundance, though. Two th- from 2006, Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really yeah. Here we go. One that we talked about prior to, you know, us recording. Fruitvale Station, 2013. Yes. Yes. It was also, the uh, obviously, the 10th anniversary of it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, shout out to... Everyone, uh, that's fucking Coogler. Shout out yeah, to goddamn Coogler. Shout out to you know your homeboy Michael B. Jordan. That's all, that's both of our homies, yeah. bro. You gonna come to the studio Michael soon. B. Michael B. Pull up, pull up, bro. Um, I just read that nigga article. He's talking I, about honestly. Creed you know what? Didn't we talk about that recently too? Though that's one of those films that you can't really rewatch. Yeah, again. we I, uh, last episode. Actually. Yeah, literally last episode. We were just so, talking about it. Yeah, to, it now hits its ten. I'm and I, I probably still have not seen it. Still since. not rewatching <laughs> it. So it's been ten years almost to the day when I have seen the shit. Um. Then we have Whiplash from 2014. Mm, that's a good movie. Damn, I, I was going to... Yeah, It's pre-La yeah. La Land drama here. Pre-La La Land, pre-Babylon. Pre-Babylon. Uh, Pre-First Man. All good movies, though. Uh, and the final two on the list here. Let's do it. Number two, we have, which I think should be number one, but okay. it's neither here nor there. These are white people probably putting this list together. But number two, from 2017. Oh, Moonlight? No, that's 2016. Oh, okay. 2017. February 2017. What's a Negro film came out February 2017? Oh, Get Out. Get Out. There we go. Damn. And number two, one of the greatest horror, one of the greatest films ever to me, for sure. And I'm definitely the David Dean. But that's number two on this list. And number one. Yeah. Coda. Number one is Coda? Number one is Coda on this list. So that just came out last year? It just came out 2021. What? Mm-hmm. They have Coda's number one. That's well, why mine, I think some white people, sure. yeah, well, some white people for sure made this. Coda's for Coda's sure. good. I, I actually don't know. So Brick is one of my favorite movies. So Brick would actually be number two. Mm. Uh, Coda, I don't even know if Coda makes the top ten for me. No disrespect to Coda. Good I, movie. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree movie. with you. So for that to be number one, yeah, that's a crazy number one. We got some, you know, uh, that that's just like of that list. Of course, there are so many lists yeah, out no, there. And, and, and there are a ton time, of yeah. films that weren't even mentioned on this list. Like uh, uh, Memento is is a, oh, was a yeah, Sundance see, film. See, yeah, so that would that's um, definitely above Coda. Sorry. I mean, Reservoir Dogs is a Sundance. I was going to say Pulp Fiction might be in there too, Probably right? Probably the case. Yeah, I would think um, Pulp Fiction's in there too. So, I mean, sheesh. Even, you know, we could go as far back as, well, just 2022, just just last year, literally, um, Breaking with John Boyega. Oh, Breaking was there, yes. Uh, so, I think Zola was in the year before, like two years, 
uh, three or four years ago, maybe. I think so. Yes, yes, yes. You are correct. Yeah. Um, and uh, but for the for the most part, on a lot of the list, you will see you know a lot of American Psycho, you know, Usual Suspects, you know. Um, uh, that's that's another good one. Uh, um, Sex Lies, video and videotape. What you just mentioned, um, Soderbergh. Soderbergh's film. You know, there, there's there's a ton, but in the in the tops of these lists, Get Out is there, Coda is there. You know, I mean, hey, it is what it is. But if, if, yeah. we, if, we're, if we're making this list, we're 100 yeah. percent. Get out, yeah, get Fruitvale, out. Probably these. Yeah, Fruitvale was like number, I think, four on that list. Fruitvale needed to be like top three. Hereditary is also a, a, a Sundance that's, film. That's a Sundance film. Yeah, and talk about a film that I hold in high regard when I think horror. That is one of the greatest horror films ever made. Like that's the one ever, and it sucks. And this is you know kind of the case that we can make for a lot of movies. You know, in the horror genre, not getting the type of uh, I mean, receiving the acclaim, but not getting the nominations that it deserves. So, yeah. So the 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 thing with uh with horror movies mm-hmm. is um it, it's it's almost the same thing with like superhero movies, action films, uh, even comedies. Any like really specific genre movies mm-hmm. te- it's harder to get like nominated or even get like any type of awards consideration because um they're not going to take you as seriously as the uh I-, I won't keep shitting on the movie we mentioned earlier so i'll bring up something else but mm-hmm. they won't treat it as seriously as say like uh the the dramedies that come, like argos and the you know what uh-huh. i mean shit like that they're yeah. not going to take it as seriously because it's like yeah we were entertained by this film but it's not this you know what i'm saying right right which I, I feel like is pretty fucked up because, um, I mean, Nope is a perfect example of it, right? Uh, nope. both It was in both of our top five movies for last year. Like, the uh, whole year. We had, like, almost a full-on episode talking about it. Uh, even, like, in our first episode, we were talking about movies that we're excited for. Mm-hmm. Nope was, like, the one of the movies that we were excited for. Absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, also having just talked about uh, Jordan Peele and Get Jordan Out. Jordan Peele and Get Out. Clearly, we hold him in high revere, so to not see him nominated for probably, I feel like visually is his best work. It, it like my goodness, visually that's his best work. See, we now we jumping ahead. We we gonna we gonna come back. I, I'm sorry, I, I but no no because I, I can't you, wait, you, bro. Because when you brought it up, when you that movies that you enjoy didn't get the recognition, mm-hmm. bro. Do you know how long I've been watching superhero movies and 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 even when I was a kid, I'm like, yeah. wow, like. Why is this movie so fucking like I'm enjoying this movie the exact same way I would enjoy it. a drama, a drama show or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like this, and and but everybody's saying like, oh, these niggas aren't really acting. Like you know, they're just in the super. These niggas is acting, bro. For for you Angela already know Beth, my stance on this because bro. I've said it. You know, there have been you know, I mean, Tarantino and who else was it? Scorsese. Hmm. Um, hmm. You know, talking about or more so Tarantino, like you know, the, there aren't real movie stars playing in these superheroes because people are only coming for the IP. That is the case for you know, people do want to see their favorite superheroes, of course, and of course, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, in 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 a in, in a movie or a movie about them. Yeah. But the people acting in these roles, they got they were chosen for these roles for a specific reason because they knew they had. Not only did they have the the capabilities of delivering, but they also had the box office draw. Want to see these films because of the IP, but they also want to see it because the actors playing Bro, these people. Like these niggas is going off, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like some of these niggas is really killing it, mm-hmm. and it's not a lot. for years. Like there wasn't a lot of love shown. Bro, you you know how little love was shown to some of these actors, like mm-hmm. in the in award season mm-hmm. in Hollywood. 
that Robert Downey Jr. in 2008, yeah. two, two of the best roles of his career, one role where he, he plays Iron Man and almost literally improvises a full billion dollar franchise. But it, with this film, like he, he changes the game, right? Mm-hmm. And the other movie, he's playing a parody of an actor who's... This, he's Australian, but pretends to be a black person. Oh, for Tropic the, Thunder, yeah, yeah. For for the majority of the movie, and then like you know, obviously it's a funny movie. I'm not I'm not taking away from that. Mm-hmm. The Academy Awards were were happier With to nominating not, him. Yeah, for Tropic, Tropic Thunder, Thunder. <laughs> because of what he did in Iron Man, mm-hmm. that they nominated for in an Oscar for playing blackface in 2008, mm. the same year Barack Obama was elected. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> wow. That that's just goes to show how little like they 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 really care. They really, they care really about, like, yeah, and it, and it's fucked up, bro. Like it dude. really is because these people, these these directors They're, and actors yeah. and writers and 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 fucking you know all the artists involved. I'll just put it that way because there's so many people involved in in front and behind the camera. Absolutely, like dog the people. These films, man, like. It, we've all seen really bad superhero films. We all have, and, and same thing with horror well, movies. Same with horror, bro. We've seen same with horror. Oh my, bro. oh my god. We've seen shit that's like okay, this, it's this like, is what, shit. I just recently we, we gonna we gonna get to this one in a little <laughs> while. I just recently saw a movie in theaters, and I'm like, this should not have been in theaters. Oof. <laughs> Oof. This should have not been anywhere near a theater. Oh, we're, we'll this get to that soon. This should have been exactly where it was originally supposed to be. <laughs> Man. <laughs> But back to back to that, you know, a lot we've seen a lot of bad ones, but we've also seen some really, really fantastic superhero and horror films that are not just good films in their specific genres or subgenres. They're also just really good, mo- good like movies a, a good that you can movie. just turn on and watch. That, and you watch it, and you're you're not like, oh, it wasn't a fluke when I was sitting mm-hmm. in a movie theater with popcorn no, and a bunch of people. St- still really this good shit at home. Still holds up. Like mm-hmm. this shit is still pretty fucking crazy. Like, I agree. And, and bro, I mean, we we could, we, I mean, we could do uh, almost 30, 45 minutes sure on some could. of our favorite uh, favorite performances from both of these like types sure of movies could. that just didn't get fucking didn't get the love. I mean, shit, we're gonna get into this one because when we talk about horror. You already know out there in fucking listener land. I can't say TV land because they're not watching. Not yet. Um, streaming land. You streamers, you niggas out there that Y'all listen to this streamers. damn show. Y'all know how I feel about the horror and thriller genre. Those are my that those two combined, especially. I'm always locked in for them. Those are also those two genres that we just mentioned: superhero and horror are also the biggest draws in the box office. That's what people go to. Yeah, see. that's actually very true. Like if you if you look at it box office wise, like some of the top grossing movies, maybe like the last like five or six, maybe really like the last ten years, but. Some of the top grossing movies have been superhero and horror movies. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, a superhero or a horror movie is going to do better at the box office than anything else. Than anything else. And these people are making really good films just for them to get shut out. That's the that's heartbreaking. But um, before we get deeper into that one, yeah, continue. Um, what are you looking forward to with uh, the upcoming uh, Sundance releases? Like, what's on your what's on your radar that you can't wait to actually lock in whenever you know when they have a, an official release date? Excuse me, sorry. Uh, definitely major, not major. Uh, magazine dreams. Magazine dreams. Yeah, yeah. magazine. I got dreams another are, list here if you want me to read that off after you after you finish. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Because okay. uh, uh, it's only like two, but mm-hmm. magazine dreams is something I'm definitely, I definitely want to see, or three rather. But uh, magazine dreams is something I definitely want to see just because uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned last episode. Uh, Jonathan Majors is somebody that I'm really looking forward to, you know, Man. seeing some of his Have work a great this year. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, great actor that I enjoy watching. Um, 
That and there's a movie with Daisy Ridley. It's like I think I don't want to be here anymore. I think I don't. It's like I think I don't something or I don't something. But Daisy Ridley is somebody who was in the Star Wars franchise that compared to a lot of the other main actors, mm-hmm. she she hasn't done much. I heard she was in a movie a couple years ago that just ended up not coming out with Tom Holland. Uh, but you. yeah, for the most part, she she and and not for nothing like you know she wasn't great in the star wars series but i don't think anybody necessarily in this whole whole of the um recent trilogy was mm-hmm. oh here we uh, go i got you right here sometimes i think about dying there it is yeah yeah, yeah. so Jesus, what a title oh my man, goodness it's probably not gonna keep that title let <laughs> Jesus me tell you Christ. Uh, yeah, definitely not but no no i, I do want to see her in that movie because a lot of people are saying like oh yeah she's like really good in the film and um i feel like that's the first shit i ever heard her being in and mm-hmm. then of course uh you know shout out to ryan cooper was just talking about um bro about to call him that nigga uh, just talking about bro he has a steph curry uh documentary there i actually want to see that oh yeah yeah he's producing that he he's, okay yeah he produced it that he's makes sense it. it's you know the the oakland uh, Bay yeah, Area yeah, connection. yeah and then yeah. he he made sure to drop it around his uh the his 10 year anniversary for fruitvale station so it was like he's like oh y'all niggas will for sure take this movie that nigga could have put yeah. out anything and they would have took it well shit I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that i mean Sundance is good for really great docu- documentaries and bio like all of that. Like yeah. that's that's really like the 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 like the the bread and butter when you think of indie films. You think of those like docu films or you know good like films that are based on like true events. Yeah, like some shit that yeah. really niggas ripped out of the headlines and created a movie from. You think, when I think of film festivals, I'm usually looking for those types of titles. Yeah, usually I'm not looking for. Big, obviously, big IP because it's not. That's not even the what's. It's, it's, it's not what very it's there for. rare, bro. You know, it, it's there's not what it's a, there for. I think even like it's either Venice or Cannes where they tend to show like some of the bigger Sometimes, budget. Sometimes, yeah. And I feel like probably it's probably Khan, hard that's to. The one. Yeah, it's it's probably hard to get into the motherfuckers compared to if you just want to go to a cool indie movie like close, something closer to what you talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something like real life that. You either gonna go to it because you fuck with it, like because the actor in it, or you just not gonna go to the bitch at all. Gonna, yeah. So yeah. Um. Right here, also USA Today, they had a list Should of USA the, the best movies that they've seen at Sundance so far. So far, okay. Um, 13, they have Run, Rabbit, Run. This is from a uh, star, uh, Sarah Snook, who was in she's Succession. Uh, yeah, she's in Succession. She's fucking, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Yvonne. Yeah. Uh, Chivroy. Um, Number 12, we already just mentioned, with Daisy Ridley. Sometimes I think about dying. Number 11, Birth slash rebirth. This is uh, ooh, this is an interesting one. I'm actually interested in seeing this one. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, this is I'll read the the quick synopsis here. A parental nightmare gets Frankensteined in this unsettling horror film. I'm I'm already oh, in. Yeah. Hey, let me know how that is. I'm already yeah, in. Let me know when her six year old daughter dies of a sudden bacterial infection, goes missing, and from the morgue. Uh. Nurse Seeley, Judy Reyes finds the child and has become an experience. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds like something that's Y'all, right your alley. Birth slash rebirth. This this uh, is gonna probably be one of those. Number ten, we have one I think that actually is due out this Friday or was out last Friday. Um, Infinity Pool. You heard of this one? Hell no. This is with Alexander Skarsgård. Oh Mia Ga- yeah, Mia Ga- I, I've heard about this. Yeah, I think somebody's this is out. Somebody's review for it was like. It makes it seem like it's a, like a, a genuinely disgusting movie. Like it's like some going shit to see going it. On. Um, <laughs> I'm Have locked. Fun. I am locked in. Number that nine, we got um. Disgusting. Number nine, we got polite society. Um, this is uh, 
from what? Ooh, this is a, this is a foreign film. Okay, read it out. Um, number eight, we got Fair Play. Number seven, Scrapper. Okay. Number six, Judy Bloom Forever. Documentary. It's, oh, documentary. Mm-hmm. I feel like I read Judy. Here's Bloom another doc up. that I'm excited about. This is one on my list. How you have magazine dreams, but this is for sure up there for me. Little Richard, I am everything. Okay, so yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of Little Richard mm-hmm. shit lately, so that's why. Yeah. Okay. This, this is number five. I was on like, why is Little Richard just showing up so much? <laughs> um, this one is a foreign film that I almost really can't pronounce, but Penelope Cruz is in it. Lay Emincita. Okay. Shit, I could be wrong as a bitch. I'm like, you good. y'all niggas have like, no y'all, idea. <laughs> can y'all niggas read? What is going on? Number three, we got Theater Camp. Number two, Cassandro. And number one on that list, okay. that the best films that they've seen so far is absolutely Magazine Dreams. I, they said that this is, this is that's he one. delivers a, a, a f- like... Every review I've read, and I haven't wanted to read too much because I want to still kind of. I've only like, seen tweets. Yeah, I, yeah. I've read two reviews. One on um, here on USA Today, and then I think another came on behalf of. I think I saw it on Dif- Discussing Films uh, Twitter account. I think somebody okay. talked about it. Um, but the film, as unorthodox as it is, they said that Jonathan Majors is going to make you want to see this film. Like whenever you're uh. in there. You are going to be so enamored by his performance, and I'm like, okay, you say no more. I'm I'm already there. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> and shout out Jonathan Majors. He recently had to get some niggas together on a red carpet. I saw that, you bro. Saw that? that shit was hilarious, you know, bro. Hey, man, let black journalists do their goddamn jobs, just like y'all let these white and other non-black people come over here and interview these black actors. Let huh. them interview people. Uh, the amount of time they spent trying to keep her from interviewing John the Majors, bro, they could have been done with his interview. He could have been, been, been done been on bro. with his step and repeat. Like I'm sure he, I'm sure he loves talking to black journalists, but he, yeah. he still has a job to do at the end of the day. He would have just answered her questions, been polite, moved on the way that Move they the do on, on the fucking step red and carpet. We moving on. Bro, the amount of this... time it took that white guy to keep trying to tell her bro. she can't answer or ask the questions. His Bruh. goddamn white ass publicist. Shout out to her. I don't give pity white people shout outs here. But no, shout out to her because she was her. she was also like, was yo, like, he's gonna answer this question and we're then, gonna move yeah. on. Like, he's like if you let him answer the question, we'll go to where you need me to go. Exactly. That's why that nigga was like, yo, if he would have grabbed me, <laughs> you know, she <laughs> took the mic away. <laughs> oh yeah, he was already sizing bro up. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he he yeah he ready. He's still in cream mode. He's still in bro, that, that nigga. He playing like it sounds like he playing three villains in a row, bro. Do not. King yeah. yeah, he ready to Don't rock. Don't walk up and grab this nigga tell him he got to yeah. be somewhere. That, that nigga. <laughs> he said if he would have grabbed me, I would have. Yeah. Immediately moved the mic. I was like, like oh yeah, that nigga was about to so wild out. So shout out to shout out to John the Majors and his publicist for Absolutely, letting, letting yeah. that uh, that black journalist get her get her her interview questions off because motherfuckers was trying to rain on her Dude, goddamn parade. Yeah. What are you like? What are you doing? But um, Sundance happening right now. Yes. Look out for those titles whenever they get you know official release dates. You know, in theaters, fucking streaming platforms. We know we'll how see. this whole shit goes. Yeah, we'll see. but something else that has happened in Hollywood very recently, oh, man. Um, that has niggas in a goddamn tizzy, including yeah. me. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm one of them. It's me. Um, the fucking Academy Awards, the fucking Oscars, the fucking uh, Academy Man. of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, AMPAS. Amdus. These niggas released their 23, not 2023 nominations, bro. They did. What you, what they you, did. What you, what you, what you thinking? How you feeling about that? I got, I, a, I, mean, I got the list here of, of the, of the, 
the uh, categories if you need me to run through some. Uh, I might, but I'll Go say ahead, I'll say I'm I'm not I'm not surprised by the nominations right. or a lot of the nominations. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've also I think with probably within the last like five or six years, and one of the bigger reasons we um talk about the Black Reel Awards and NAACP yes. Image Awards a lot. Shout out to them. Yeah, is because we're both, I'm, I'm finally used to like, okay, if they miss a bunch of black people or a bunch of people of color, it is what it is. I'll mm-hmm. just watch the show that's I'll, awarding the niggas that I, or the people rather that mm-hmm. I, I want to see them award. Uh, but some surprises that I did have, mm-hmm. and we talked about this on the whip, or in the, on the right here in yep. the whip. Top Gun Maverick for screenplay. Top Gun Maverick. Tommy Cruz, he's back. Bruh. <laughs> that getting nominated for adapted screenplay like threw me for a loop. And then, of course, that was like the last wow. little nomination they said too. So I, when I heard it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Top. That's that's a. And Let's, look, we love this. We love that movie on the show. Mm-hmm. But and I watched it recently. And I was like, you know, this is a great movie. Like, mm-hmm, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I cannot take anything away from it being a good movie. But it's like a really good popcorn movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. it, it doesn't necessarily. Um, it's not sitting there trying to just give you a message, and it doesn't need to mm-hmm. at all. I don't think. Uh, but it's not like a regular ass Fast and the Furious movie or some shit, or like a, a average ass, really just any action movie. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's just a little bit of higher level of a, of a um, enjoyable ass movie. Mm-hmm. But for us to get nominated for best screenplay, bro, screenplay is something. That's else. that's so nuts. For, like, and and I hope you guys understand that I love this movie. Like, but screenplay, mm-hmm. that shit threw me for a fucking loop. Uh, outside of that, no, um, Woman King. Mm-hmm. Come on now, keep you know going. what I mean. You, you, you want to roll? Uh, no Woman King's no a little Gina crazy. Bythewood getting the director. Nom- no, no female nomination nominees in the best director in, in best director. Which you know that's terrible, but doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It, crazy though, because I think the last two best directors have been women, right? I Jane believe Camp, so. Yeah, Jane and um, Chloe, uh, Chloe, and Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Yeah, uh, very nuts. <laughs> uh, um, you also notice, like you know, no black actors in like the best actor in the, in the or best, best actress category. Yeah, not the after leads. after you know a few years of, of things looking a little bit mm-hmm. more solid. Uh, so you know that. that Certain things don't surprise me, but Woman King, I think it was also, it was mentioned online that Woman King is like the kind of movie that generally... It has, the formula is there. It, they yeah. have the formula, period. Um, it's got a, it's uh, got a lot of POC nowadays. Uh, period movie, uh, I, they have said black people is like subservient and mm. like, you know, fucked up and shit. That's, that ain't funny, but it that is. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I yeah, it's you. very true. Uh, yeah, fits the formula. Yeah, but you also got like previous like awards winners in it like it, it and it, it already got some precursor award yeah. nods like mm-hmm. it, it looked like it looked like at the very least it was going to get some of these nominations in these I, categories look, that we I, i'll tell you what i thought we we didn't do an oscar previews of who we personally thought was going to be right, nominated right. but i personally thought like okay viola is definitely in it um 100%. fucking it's definitely getting nominated for best picture and maybe it gets nominated they, for thought, Best Director. I thought they was going to do the Viola like they did with Denzel and Roman J. Israel. They didn't really nominate the film for anything else, but they but nominated they, him. They got you. Yeah. They remembered you. I knew. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I thought something like that might have, and that didn't even happen. No, that didn't so happen. The, the Academy, them niggas was on a roll, bro. I ain't even going to hold you, bro. They, there was a couple, like I said, it wasn't too much that surprised me, but... Those two things surprised me the the absolute most. Those are the two things I was like, this this is more than enough to surprise. Me. I don't mm-hmm. need nothing else to surprise. Me. This is too much. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, oh, no. 
Actually, I forgot. Come on now. Nope. Talk yeah. that talk. I was That's talking about it earlier, does. bro. Yeah, I was talking about it earlier. It's, yeah. That's that. Going back to that whole conversation about horror not getting nominated. Mm-hmm. That's a little nuts. That's bro. a little nuts, bro. That's a little, nope. Got nominated for nothing. Yeah, I thought it would at least and get it sound was, design, sound design, cinematography. Uh, I mean, like, even VFX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there, there was a few categories. The cinematography was absolutely amazing, bruh. And nope, it was fantastic. That shit looked Some amazing. The, that was his best looking film, bruh. And and they they were doing shit on that movie that nobody's ever that no done one else before. has ever done before. Nobody's even attempted, bro. Like like them them filming black people at night like that. Like you got to see everything in the shot. Like that's. I need to go home and watch Nope again. <laughs> nope, it's a great movie, bro. I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch it. But there was a lot of other things outside of even the cinematography that I feel like should have probably at least gotten a nod. Mm-hmm. But nothing, bro. So that, nothing. That's... Big, that, is that your biggest snub of uh, of this Academy season? Um, I, th- I think it's really between that and Woman King. I th- Woman King might actually be a bit of a bigger a snub. A bigger snub? Because if you would have told me that Nope doesn't get nominated for anything a few months back, I would have been like... That's dumb, but I could see that happening. I, right, more than a Woman King. Woman King, I'd have been like, there's no fucking way, not nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have been like, you're tripping. So, I, I yeah, see yeah. That. I, I think I think Woman King's a bit of a bigger snub. I see that. I can see that. Yeah. What are your, you got any, got any favorites right now that you can think of that you feel like, okay, if they don't win, then I was just tripping. Like, cause you know how we do our, you know, we do our Oscar polls, you know, our I know this thing of, trying to get me uh, to give up my I'm answers not already. I'm trying to give him to give up his answers <laughs> like that. You know, we talk about it on the internet anyways. Man. But you know, just give us, you don't even have to say that they're going to be the winners, but just some who you, who you might expect to, to go home with the gold Oscar. Uh, I mean, we, we've already said on the show, everybody from everything, everywhere, all at once, you definitely want to see win. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, say, more than anything, just want to see that film win best picture. I I want to go on it. I can go on without. Even though I I would would like to see Michelle Yeoh win that, um, in key, for sure. But I think more than anything, because that film moved me so much last year. It was my favorite film of 2022. It's gonna go down as one of my favorite films ever when it's all said and done. I really, really hope that at the very least. That gets the nomin- That gets the win that it really deserves. Which also, I think I think if it gets no, I think it should get best directing. Best director too. Yeah, I feel the same way you feel about it getting best picture. Is how I feel about best director mm. for the exact same reasons. You know what I mean? Yes. I just feel like the directors, like for what they did on that, they they it should really get both. Those two should those two awards go should go hand in hand anyways. It's, in my Whoever wins best director should be winning the best picture anyway. Yeah, it's always yeah. so crazy when. It doesn't work that way. I'm like, okay, if this nigga direct, directed, he was the best director of all of these films, and he his fucking movie is in the best picture, why is he not winning? Or like, why are they not, not? Why is she not winning? The, the only time I'm okay on? with a director not winning but the best picture winning is if at least got screenplay. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me at least when y'all niggas watched this movie, y'all thought the plot was like... The plot was really good, <laughs> yeah. And the writing yeah. was great. Strong yeah. writing, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But no, I, the the way you feel about them and that uh, the movie is exactly how I feel about them in directing, mm-hmm. and I I think I would probably say I want to say say that's that's who I think is gonna win, but that those are definitely my favorites for that category. Okay. Um, definitely, like I said, you know Michelle Yeoh, Key, uh, Angela Bassett for fucking Angela sure. baby, shout out to for her fucking sure. Haven't I given you everything? Haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> I am queen of the most powerful nation in the... I, you know, I ain't got them. Bruh. Got none of it. Bruh. She brought... We, us niggas, everybody out there, and not even non-niggas who've seen Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, when you saw that trailer 
and you saw her ass delivering those lines, if you have any fucking passing knowledge of how academies and the Golden Globes and all of these award shows work, you would have known from that scene there, even just from the trailer, bruh, that she that was, she was getting yeah. the nomination at the very she at the very the least she's getting the nomination. Yeah, and the funnier part is I think we talked about this briefly on a previous show, but. Uh, um, the funniest part is in the trailer it doesn't seem as dramatic as it actually is as in the it film. actually is in the film and it, it seems hella dramatic in the fucking trailer like mm-hmm. I remember thinking like oh shit she's about to get into some shit yeah. and then when you watch it in the context of the film you're like oh she oh, she low-key spitting here uh-huh, you know what I mean uh huh uh-huh. um, well um, real quick because you know we can spend a lot of time on you Oscar can. noms I you know think that this category or this topic right here deserves shit the whole episode in itself and, and when the, when we get closer to the actual show we definitely gonna have something we'll have, we'll yeah, probably we'll have, have a couple actually like, yeah. yeah we'll have something more more because it's gonna be here very soon very um, soon very very soon um and we'll we'll come back around to having a more a longer you know, discussion about it. But let's just run through a few of the categories. Real let's quick, let's talk, know? yeah, let's, let's talk just, about a couple. Let's just do that um, real quick. Let's do, the, let's do the, the, the top categories. You know, we can we can do, you know, lead, um, actor, 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 actress, supporting. You know, I'll, I'll run through the ones here. Yeah, run through um, a couple of them. Real quick, you know, we ain't got to go too deep into them, but to start, you know, let's start with, because uh, you, you brought up adapted screenplay, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, is, yeah, let's, let's, let's please talk about, exa- I, I want to hear exactly <laughs> what else the Academy thought deserved to be nominated along with Top Gun, bro. All Quiet on the Western Front. That old German-ass movie. I still ain't seen it. Um, Ryan Johnson's Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Great movie. Um, Living. This is uh, from... That's a Bill Nye movie. It, that's, that's a Bill, Bill Nye's in a... Or Bill... Not Bill Nye the science guy, but Bill N-I-G-H-Y. He's in a movie. Uh, uh-huh, yeah, he's in a okay. movie. Um, we already said this one here. Um, Maverick Top Gun. And the last nomination, not last nominee in this uh, category, Women Talking, Sarah Polly. Yes. Yes. I do remember that, actually. Um, Original screenplay, where we feel Nope should be. Um, You know, like we just said. Martin McDonough, Goddamn, The Banshees of Insurin. Yeah, that's, you know, it's not a bad one. The Daniels, Everything Everywhere All at Once, of course. Duh. Um, Spielberg, Tony Kushner, The Fablemans, Todd Field, Tar, great, 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 great script, great writing, great acting, good film. Um, and um, the last one of this, Triangle, Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, Triangle of Sadness snuck in and got a few noms. Snuck in there. Yeah, snuck in and got a few noms. Obviously missing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hell, hello. I'd even, I, I'd even argue, you know, Black Panther with kind of forever. Um, and adapted. That sh- it should be at least an adapted. I, I'd argue it, you know what I mean? How, how do you like one of the actresses, but didn't like the lines that she was saying that much? But, uh, mm, mm-hmm. um, here we go. Best director here just said, uh, some of these films, a lot of these films are gonna just be the same. Um, Todd Field, Tar, The Daniels, everything all, everywhere all at once. McDonough for Bantry, The Banshees of Insurance. Triangle Sadness and Spielberg's The Fableman's Best Director. Let's get into some some talent categories now, yeah, shall we? Let's run it up. Best. That was, but I will say, actually, that director category is actually a really good uh, category. Pretty str- is that yeah, strong that was for you? very strong. I mean, you got to think, the Daniels might walk away with it, but you got a category with Spielberg. Just, yeah, and it's just no Jordan Peele there for Nope. That's just insanity. I know. But that, the other thing, too, is like the people no that got Gina left. Prince, yeah. Bill, the people that got left off the list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it that... 
every director, or there's a lot of directors that did really well last year. So yeah, no women there. No women Remember, there. No women said that. there. No women there. No Gina Prince Bythewood. No fucking. It's a few other women directors that I saw on uh, a thread of all of these films that, that just missed out on that this just shit. missed out on this category. Yeah. Um, lead into um some some talent categories real quick. Best supporting actor. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Brandon Gleason for the Banshees. Mm-hmm. Um, Judd Hirsch, Fablemans. Still got Barry Cogan, Banshee. So double Banshee nominations. I, I'm not mad at it. I'm sorry. Um, Kihu Kwan. Everything, everywhere, all at once. This motherfucker mm-hmm. has been. He has. I, I, I think. He's, I think he's undefeated right now uh, in, in award season. He's probably going to end undefeated. Um, but you got to get into it. Who do we got? Who do we got left? Oh boy! And, who do we got left? Oh man, we we had to take our time to get to this one, man, because we have been talking about him for quite a while on this a show, long time for on our last pod. Just in this is somebody I specifically said I was excited about, and last year I said was going to be his year. Going to be this year, yeah. I was like, this year is going like going to be his year. This Uh, this person, y'all, is none other than Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, for Causeway. Yes, on Apple TV Plus. Plus Thank God, you know what I'm saying. I I still need to watch it, but I've heard for a while that he's like really good in it. Um, I think he's just a good actor in general. Great actor. Um, Did you see him in? were they on um, fucking uh, James Corden, him and Angela Bassett? No, I, I didn't they see were it. They kind of giving I, each other, like, their flowers, you know, yeah. so Yeah, I saw people talking about it because I was, like, mm-hmm. at Because he, work he was, day. of course, just like we all would do if we met Angela Bassett, just be like, you know the fuck what? I love everything that you've done. I, I, yeah. I, I love it. Like you're, you're you don't really amazing. know what else to say besides really just those things. Yeah. It's like I love you, and, and you. I mean, she gave him his flowers, and she gave him his too. Because this nigga has been acting. There's only been so many actors who can embody all of these roles and everything. This nigga was in Atlanta. He was in goddamn This Is Us. Yeah, he's been on Broadway. This nigga was yes. in The Eternals. This nigga's he was in been Eternals. He was uh, in a uh, uh, bullet, he was train. In bullet train. He um, was in um. He was in a movie, a random movie with Lakeith Stanfield, where Lakeith Stanfield was Jamaican. That was both Jamaican. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that was a really weird <laughs> random movie. I think it's on Netflix. I forget the name. <laughs> uh, might have premiered at Sundance. Might, might have been a Sundance premiere. Who knows? Uh, but he was good in that movie, too. Uh, so, For no, certain. yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I him getting nominated is just, like, so Man, dope to me. That's you know awesome I mean? to see his progress. And, you know, the the obvious, you know, people, Hollywood knows that this nigga is that guy. You know what I mean? And yeah. I can't wait to see him get lead roles to yeah. where he can, you know, really like because of course you're in a supporting role. Clearly you're 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 needed in this storyline. Of course. Duh. Yes, yeah. just supporting, you know, not the lead, but I do think he's lead talent. He's he's certainly he's lead, lead talent. talent. He's certainly show lead wise, but whatever you want to He, he put led Atlanta essentially. Pretty much. I mean everybody it's attributes kind of centered around him, yes. Yeah. Everybody like attributes like a lot of um the, the all of show them really pretty much Yeah, about. exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure if you div- divided all the episodes and just mm-hmm. really seen okay, who's pr- like point of view or who's like the lead character in each of these episodes, they probably all equal out, but I feel like Brian Tyree Henry had to have had the most completely solo episodes. You know what I mean? Ah, that's true. This is true. This like, is true. Right, right. And Every, all of his solo episodes are like when people talk about their favorite Atlanta episodes. It's, it's almost always, always those, those, right? It's mm-hmm. almost like so I feel like there's that in and of itself should show you. Like he could be that lead actor. I agree. Um best supporting. Hong Chow for the well. Let's go. I was really excited to see her get the nomination because 
You were talking about it before, well, yeah. Yep, sure did. Said her and Brendan Fraser were fucking fantastic in the yeah. well. Um, the well is a good, not great film, but they they were great. they carried it. Yeah, all right. I they still carried see that it. Shit. Um, so best supporting actress, like I just said, Hong Chow. You got um Carrie Condon for the Banshees. You have Jamie Lee fucking Curtis getting her first ever Academy Award nomination. That's crazy. Though. You can have your feels about it because I too kind of feel like this is more so just an honorary nomination it for her years and years of working in Hollywood for being a part of one of the biggest horror film franchises ever. Yeah, Halloween. She's been fucking the face of that franchise along with Michael Myers for forty plus years now. That's a long time. Um, yeah. On top of everything else, she's been in. Yeah, she's in hella shit. She, you know, what I mean? Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, so definitely understand. The Academy run, jumping behind her and giving her Absolutely. this on this one. Because she played, obviously played a, a huge part in the story. But, you know, I, the, people have the, people have mixed reviews on on her getting this nomination right now. I And I, I get it. But that's why I said earlier, like, um, this this is why we cover, like, yes, sir. Black Real Awards, mm-hmm. uh, NAACP Image Awards. Because yeah. we may have to lock in on some other awards out there, like some that that encompass you know other marginalized groups. We'll, absolutely, we'll yeah, yeah. I think it. I think we should. I think we should absolutely. That's actually yeah. a really good idea. That's something we should do. Let's do that. But uh, the the biggest reason of it is because like when we look at these like main award mm-hmm. shows, quote unquote, they don't always nominate the people we feel like deserve to get the nomination, yeah. and sometimes they nominate people that's like, okay, like you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, great. You know, I'm happy for. Her. But I, it, it could end up being like another um, Jeff Bridges situation where yeah. they gave him the Oscar for Crazy Heart. And it was like, okay, they're doing it because he's had such a good yeah. career. And the next year, he was in a, his one of his best performances, his, yeah. True Grit. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. well, you guys could have given him the award for True Grit uh-huh. and then you know gave it to somebody else that year. But yep. yeah, I, I just, when you look at these bigger award shows and you see somebody like Jamie Lee Curtis nominated as her first nomination and you're like, well, two of y'all motherfuckers from that movie got nominated in and Re- I know one for of a fact, them, a few, someone else could have been in it. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. and it's like, one, one, only really one of y'all really, really went in. Uh-huh. The other <laughs> one is solid. I, I wasn't mad the at it. The other one was just a, really more so a cameo, really, when you think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the cameo just kept getting funnier and funnier. Yeah. And like, you know, and look, she, look, she look, played the role. Played the role, did what she had to do. It was Clearly, a, A24's marketing tactics behind this film worked. Right, and I was talking hella shit about these niggas. They, Come they on took, now, we not doing that. They took shout, that out to, shout out to everybody, goddamn. Oh, y'all, my oh, close man. friends. The Triple A Twenty Four Club. Hey, uh, hey, we 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 uh, we've seen. We're getting the, the recognition we deserve by the Academy. They lead all studios. right They now. do, yeah. Eleven, eleven, bro. I thought it was eighteen. Oh, they got eighteen. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once just has eleven of those eighteen. A Twenty Four has eighteen of their, so they they lead studios. That's um, crazy. But uh, yes, sir. Uh, but to to end out this category. Of course, seventy Sue, everything, everywhere, all at once, for sure. What we just said, someone mm-hmm. who really, <laughs> yeah, who really I, got I, the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, she was killing. But here we go, baby. Last but absolutely not least, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, kind of forever. I, she, look, I, I she killed mean, it. I mean, we just we just mentioned I it. I mean, and I and you know, I think it's fitting. Uh, the first Black Panther was the first like Marvel movie, not really the first comic book movie nominated for Best Picture. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then this is like the first Marvel movie that just has like an acting nomination. Like the Black Panther film franchise is going to go down as one of the greatest. It's not a solo from film franchise. You wouldn't. That's not a solo. Uh, technically, it's a technically a solo. solo it's just within a, a bigger within franchise. MCU. Yeah. 
it's going to go down as probably it most likely one of the best trilogies absolutely. ever. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and I'll say I liked Wakanda Forever a lot. Yeah. But with the third one, since they're not going to be it's it's not going to be them taking a script that was, you know, clearly written for somebody else mm-hmm. and trying to reform it around like this yeah. this things that you're feeling in real life about somebody else. Is they're gonna approach it from like kind of from the perspective of a Black Panther one almost. exactly so like and it, well kind of forever was great mm-hmm. so when you get done with this trilogy bro that might be the one that wins best picture you know what <laughs> you I mean? ain't like, lying <laughs> you're not lying about that I agree um, best actress let's run through it um, we have Michelle Yeoh yes let's sir go. Michelle Yeoh everything everywhere all at once another Michelle here Michelle Williams for Fablemans shout out Michelle Williams uh, Andrea uh, Riseborough hopefully I said that right. Um, we like to circle back to that one. Oh, I need to like, get, get get through get through uh, the rest of that. Ana de Armas for Blonde. That I mean, shout out to her. That was that was surprising. a surprising. That was nah. a surprise right that there. Was a, that was um, that was another surprise. I actually I forgot. I and, and absolutely, without a doubt, white people's front runner here, Kate Blanchett for Tar. Um, I still got to see Tar. Tar is great. So, shout yeah, out to to all of the people out there who they know who I'm talking about. Niggas was in the chat. Man. Tar is fucking one of the best films of the year. He knows exactly. He knows. Who he, he knows is. who we're talking about. He knows who he is, but no, he 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 didn't lie because Tar was really good. Uh, best is, is it streaming or you saw it in theaters? I did see Tar. In, yeah, I saw Tar at the Grove. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I don't know. I, I, I think it might be on demand. Now. I think you could probably run, or you can. Yeah, you should. Be able I to might run it. I will run it for a couple of dollars. Run um, best actor. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We need to circle back to Come the on, woman that ahead. played Two Leslie. Or Go for played, it. What's her name? Two Leslie. Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. Do you, you know how she snuck into this category? No, talk Have to you heard anything? So, oh, because she was po- she popped up at the Academy's like offices, right? And was that like, was a joke. Now nah, she wasn't really up oh, there with shit. the money. That'd be crazy. <laughs> nah, nah, she wasn't really up there. She met it, metaphorically. I think she was somewhere with some money because this movie randomly came out like beginning of the month, end yes. of last month, and then. All of a sudden, all these like actors were saying, "Like, yo, I just saw this movie. Mm. If there's one movie the Academy needs to nominate, is this one? Like, right, right at the end. I'm talking like within the right the, before that window closed. Right before that window closed, bro. And then she just randomly snuck in this movie that didn't nobody have no fucking idea. Where's Two Leslie even at? Is it in theaters? Is it streaming? I, I, I haven't. I don't even know what the poster looked I like. Have, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the marketing no, of this bro. Is. Like, no I don't FYC know what the title nothing. song sounds like. I don't, I don't remember seeing it on no FYC. Uh, bro, I, I'm I'm not even completely sure who Riley K, like how wh- who she is. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have seen her before, and I wouldn't I wouldn't recognize her mm. just from the very little I seen from to Leslie. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because that that was very weird, especially because of some of the people that we talked about got snubbed in that category. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Best actor. Um. Not the strongest category here, but my clear favorite is in there, so I was okay with that. We have uh, Bill Nye for Living, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, Paul Mescal for After Sun. Which yeah, is, he's going to come up. I, I didn't see After Sun. funny that After Sun was, he got this, nah, but whatever. Okay. Um, Colin Farrell, Banshees. Colin's first uh, nomination, too. So this shout is out his Colin. first one? Oh, yeah, shout out Colin one, Farrell. Yeah, shout out to Colin. Um... Fucking Austin Butler for Elvis. I I wasn't mad on, at Elvis. Man. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't. Dog. I wasn't I mean, mad at Elvis. I'm not mad at him getting that that nomination. That should have been where it fucking ended. Elvis got a lot of nominations. Elvis Elvis got eight noms. Yeah, that that was pretty crazy. 
that is where it the it should have. That's where the bus should have fucking stopped. At him is at him. It started yeah. and ended with I Elvis, it. Austin Butler, and absolutely the clear favorite here. Even though he got fucking snubbed at the Golden Globes, but we all know why. Brandon Fraser, the will. Yeah, I mean that seems like the favorite to win. Seems like the favorite. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, and I, um, yeah, I I think that um said it before. Don't have to really go too much more into detail. Brandon was. Excellent in the well. Him and Hong were amazing. Um, even if they fucking gave it to Hong Chow, and if if she won, I would be super surprised. But I would be like, oh well, she fucking had an she it was an amazing role in that. Um, but absolutely, uh, here we got now the last category I'll read off before I get into like what I think was the biggest snubs. Yeah, I'm excited wanna, to say that. Yeah, yeah I'm I'd, excited for that real quick. But finally. The the one that everybody stays for the awards for, what they watch for. This is the best picture here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. That German-ass movie again. James Cameron's Avatar The Way of Water, Avatar which Way recently Water. just crossed $2 billion goddamn dollars at the box office. It has become only the sixth film to do so. Nuts. And he has three of those six. That's nuts. Titanic and both avatars. James fucking Cameron is is I, you, you might owe him some Starbucks or something, boss. You I'm, might I'm have not, to pull up on a lot. Hey, that man has three million uh, movies yeah. ahead, two billion dollars. I don't. I owe him nothing. He still owe me Starbucks. Man, if we walk into any room that that's selling anything, he's buying. It's I'm on James you. Cameron. Did you read uh, like it was like a, a weird quote from whenever he was filming Titanic? What he told the execs at 20th Century. Because I think no. they wanted him to like cut the film down some more. Can he cut it down? And it was still long as a bitch. I'm sure. Long as a bitch. During that time, you had to flip the tapes. Yeah, that's Tape how long that motherfucker was. The other one in. That's how long that film was. Yeah. But he had told the executive Fox like something like, um, basically to the extent of, if you want to fire me, you're gonna have to kill me. Essentially. Oh, wow. That's, that's in order to finish to finish this film or get this film done or get this film down. That's what he told Fox execs in the nineties. And it went on to become up until avatar <laughs> came around and Endgame Cause those two dethroned. Titanic. Yes. Um, it was the longest. I mean, it had grossed over a billion fucking dollars, two billion, three, however many billions of fucking dollars it's made at the worldwide uh, box office. But he has three of the top six. That's so nice. It's crazy. You was on this show doubting this man. Saying this, he's you not doing. Too. You said this man might do five hundred mil. I didn't say that. Yeah, he didn't say Boy, that. I didn't say that. That'd have been that crazy. Been nuts. That'd have been nuts. We knew I, at I, least I, he was going to do a billion dollars. I knew he was going to at least do a billion. Two billion. Number six. Just crossed two billion in and a counting. month. Yeah, that's in a month. In one month, this movie has only been out for a little for a month now. A little I'm bit like, over. How a y'all month niggas now. know to nominate it? When did y'all watch it? Y'all, y'all watch it when it first man, came Hollywood out. Hollywood doing Hollywood shit, man. Um, what else we got here? We got the Banshees, duh, um, which I that. think won the Globe in for their category. Comedy. I think that is. That, I think it's. It, I mean, the the movie was yes, funny. The I movie think was it funny. beat out yeah. everything everywhere all at once at the Golden Globes. That's crazy, but it's the Golden Globes. It's the fucking Golden Globes. So whatever. Um, Elvis is in the Best Picture category. Ask me why? I have no fucking clue. Um, he's seen Elvis. I haven't. I have no no true desire to watch it. Um, every, it's just really not bad. I don't. I don't think it probably is a bad yeah. film. 
It's actually I when I watched, it, I was like, damn, I probably should have watched this in theater. Like this, this, this is, you know, this this seems like a cool kind of theater experience. Mm-hmm. It is long than a bitch, and there's there's a lot of shit that happens in it that it's like, oh man, y'all mm-hmm. y'all missed the ball with that one. And we got let's run through the rest. We got everything everywhere all at once. Absolutely, let's go. I think that is the favorite. I think most people feel like that is the favorite, but we will see at the awards. The Fablemans. Okay. We got Tar. We have Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, we have Top Gun cool. Maverick. Tommy Cruise baby is right back, like he never left. And uh, to uh, finish off this category, we have Women Talking. Obvious, obvious snubs there. Nope. Yeah, Woman King. Woman King. Um, 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 um the Batman. Yeah, I mean, quite Wakanda honest. Forever. Batman Wakanda and Forever. Wakanda Forever also didn't get nominated for best score. There we they go. didn't even make the shortlist, actually. Yep. Which is nuts. I, I'm like, I'm we are, I've, I've already said who's probably going to win the best score. I said it before, and he's actually been winning. And that nigga, uh, fucking homeboy from with the Babylon score. That's going to probably be the winner again. Um, but yeah. Those are the 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 like the, the major categories. Yeah, the those mo- those are like the the, the top, ones niggas care about. The ones that people t- care about the most. The ones that we just mentioned, um, that where where snubs are the best score. Man, let's talk about that just real quick because we gonna move on. Yeah, um, Michael Giacchino's The Batman was probably if if it was not Wakanda Forever. Michael Giacchino's Batman is probably one of my favorite scores of, or the second favorite at least, is right there in top. That was a fire score. Right there bro. up top. Bro, that was the, the one way. One of the best scores. Bro. Ever. I, I mean, that, that, yeah, that Batman that theme is crazy, score. bro. Yes. And, the, you know. The, the, the score is is absolutely amazing. Yeah, that was a, that was a fire ass score. I I don't know how I didn't make the shortlist at all. Part of me thinks I think there's rules against like kind of sampling mm-hmm. or taking too much of another song. And um, the Batman took a lot from like uh, something in the way and Ava something Maria. In the way. Man, yeah, come on song. now, though. Yeah. The way I, it I, was done though, yeah, it was fire. Me go and no, turn it on. bro, like, that shit was bro, that shit was hard. Uh, but I, I think that might be it for that. Mm-hmm. For I think Wakanda Forever, it might be the same thing because if you That's go listen, crazy though, like he he won for Black Panther. Yeah, just, but I you but you just I don't know. It, it's it's so, just, so I'll say the difference between the Black Panther score and the Wakanda Forever score is the Wakanda Forever score. He had actual like he incorporated a lot of the songs into the score. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that might, I'm not saying this is it. Once again, I love this score. This yes. is a, this is a yes. score that I said I loved, like was just listening to all day type mm-hmm. shit. Like, but I think maybe him having like actual songs on it might've been why they were kind of like, I don't know about this. Cause normally I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Even that to me though, is like, I think that could have been easily avoided. Um, I agree. Just change the fucking rules. Like, like, come on now. Yeah. Like, like these are two scores that, like, come, even if, you know, like you said, they, they incorporated a lot of, you know, samples or whatever it may be. Yeah. If that was what was, if that was something in the way, <laughs> like, come on, change the fucking rules. You can, I, you can change these rules. I, yeah. Because these two scores, the fact that they are not nominated is actually like, like when I was re- watching it, or I didn't watch it live or anything like that. But when I read the nominations later, when I woke up, that shit was le- early as a bitch. I was not waking up to read that and be pissed off. 
Um, because I knew I was gonna get pissed off in some category. I knew it was gonna be some categories that were gonna make me mad. And these two categories are well, more than these two, but these two for sure are like the ones that I knew for a fact. I'm like, okay, they have to be nominated in it. So that in the cinematography too, bro. No nope in, in best cinematography. Um no, not even everything everywhere all at once in cinematography. I thought the yeah, cinematography go, go was ahead and fantastic. Read the, uh cinematography. Okay. We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle okay. of a Handful of Truths. I think that's a Netflix one there. Yeah, it is. That's uh, uh an art Alejandro Nathan. Um Empire of Light. Um, here's what I think will be the winner, but I could be wrong. They might end up giving it to All Quiet on the Western Front or some shit, even though this is a very white film too. But Tar, of all those films, Tar is the best looking one. Okay. Um, and Elvis is in this fucking category. Oh, wow. Yeah. Over Nope. Over the Batman. Two brilliant cinema- yeah, yeah. cinematography. Like you just mentioned with Nope, Batman was had has done some things. Matt Reeves, these niggas was put together. Yeah, they they yeah, yeah, like, because with uh they they shot in the volume, but they made it look real like they a lot yeah. of that was shot in just inside of like this one big ass almost green screen room and like that looked really, really good. It looked absolutely and then, amazing. of course Chicago, every Batman movie's in Chicago. Yeah. So but no, yeah, look good. Yeah. Um, that that's the best cinematography category. The weakest category that is my weakest category. I don't know. Yeah, Danny he'll tell us real quick before we finish. Oh, uh, my weakest category. It sounds like it's that, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. Or score. Cause them two. Oh, neck score. And neck. No score. It's actually score for me. I wouldn't even say cinematography. Cinematography, I could live with. But knowing that's those two reasons is probably why the two of the most fire scores. Two of the most heard, fire scores were not nominated. Ever heard in my life. Two people that have actually been nominated and won before. And won before. Too. So it's not like they're not there's it'd be their They're not time. strangers. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I that that's definitely like, okay, this is weird. Y'all y'all could have changed the rules for it. If mm-hmm. not two other niggas, these two. But hey. I agree. Well, we gonna see at the fucking big awards, the fucking the big show, whenever the fuck that is. When is it March? March 12th. March 12th. There we go. Month of March. March is going to be a good month. <laughs> We've already talked about month. it. It's going to be a really good month. March 12th. That's two days after Scream 6 releases. And Scream 6's oh, trailer just came out that long ago. Marked on his calendar. Yeah, let's he go. Scream 6. Cal- <laughs> Listen. Hey, hey, hey. He got the date circled. <laughs> Man, look. The Scream 6 trailer just released not that long ago. That should like, look crazy. Cool trailer. Yeah, that should look crazy. That's going to be crazy. That should look crazy. I'm, re- I'm reading that this is probably going to be one of the goriest screams that they've ever come out with. And Kevin Williamson, the original writer and creator of the series, um, is back involved. He wrote Scream Six. He wrote the okay. Mm-hmm. All right. He wrote Scream Six. That's interesting. Like the, the test screenings that they've that's why they moved the film up. It was due at the end of March. They moved it up. Yeah, I remember you saying, yeah, they moved it up. So I'm like, oh, this shit is too hard. We mm-hmm. can't we can't give them mm-hmm. mm. okay. Damn. Well, that's uh that's the academies. Um another thing that happened not that long ago were the Globes, you know. Yes. We ain't really got to talk too much about the Golden Globe winners more so than we do want to just talk about the show itself. The One, sh- why the fuck was it really back on air after just a year? I don't know. That 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 <laughs> I'll say that show did not justify it being back on air. That's for damn sure. At all. That's for damn sure. And and you're talk this is you're listening to two niggas who watch these award shows just because. Like mm-hmm. we'll watch these shows just to see the disaster. Like you could literally hand us a list of winners before the show and we would still watch the show. This this is true. <laughs> I'm still watching. <laughs> but this this felt especially egregious to have watched. This was like I I didn't need to sit here and 
and put myself through this. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of this was completely unnecessary. The show doesn't necessarily need to exist. Uh, I feel like they should try to become more of an Emmys precursor and try to go into summer Mm. instead of earlier in the year. Uh, Somebody kind of explains to me why that might not necessarily work. Okay. For a variety of reasons. I mean, really more so, like, they already have, like, a bunch of ad dollars and shit tied to them being around this time. Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You try to move into the summer, like, yeah, it's less competition, but it's also... Less people that might sit and watch you. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? It's summertime. Yeah. You like, don't have as many people just in the crib like that. Yeah. In January, depends. Yeah. And but, you, you're positioning once yourself, uh, yourself as an Oscars precursor. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you watch our show, you might know who wins Oscars. You might know who wins Oscar. Uh, I think they could maybe do something like that with the Emmys, but I also understand. I mean, it's lose-lose, right? They stay where they're at, they fail. They go somewhere else, niggas going to be like, why the fuck you go somewhere else? You, you knew you was going to fail. And niggas who watching the show live is like, why is this Why is this a sh- show still happening? Yeah, and that, the, the, the recent <laughs> show did not justify this shit being here, bro. I'm, I, I, shout out Gerard Carmichael. Shout I mean, out him you for getting the bag and yeah, all that good the stuff. Bag, you know, but, uh, maybe, like uh, jobs, but, you know. I don't know if this is for you, brother. Hosting, yeah, hosting, hosting these types of shows. Hosting, he was a lot. I saw a lot of people saying like, if you're not f- used to or f- even familiar with his comedy, then his whole hosting and, and opening monologue, you just is not going to to land for you. Yeah, and I'm like, I used to watch the Carmichael show. I know it's. I don't know much more of his stand up. I haven't really watched his individual stand ups, but I've seen him in in stuff before. I yeah. Mean, He's been in in movies that I've seen him in. Even if he only had a small role in the film, like yeah. I know who the fuck Gerard Carmichael is. We all do. Yeah. But to your point, maybe hosting these types of prestigious events with these very kind of even though the Globes, in terms of of like more laid back type of setting, that's for sure the most. Oh, that's one. the most. Like you, they people niggas go up are on faded a, in there most of the bro, time, bro. Niggas. The hosts and people go up on the Globes and say shit that they would not say at no other mm-hmm. award show for no other reasons. Mm-hmm. It's like the White Source Awards almost. Like, them <laughs> niggas are wild. Uh, That's for sure what the fucking Globes are. Pretty much almost. And I, but I, white black niggas just sometimes win there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's <laughs> almost literally it. Uh, but no, uh, I feel like Gerard, when they got Gerard Carmichael, they thought they were almost getting like a, a Chris Rock type mm-hmm. of deal with like a host. And I don't think it necessarily worked. I also don't think he would necessarily was like. I don't think he was prepared for the crowd the same way uh, the crowd wasn't prepared for him. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I think if he knew the crowd was going to kind of be like that, he might have tried different jokes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like because some of them they were funny, but they weren't like oh, I'm about to start dying laughing. Funny. It's like oh that was like clever humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think that 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 definitely fucked on him. That nigga took a seat on the steps while he was giving his monologue. I knew I knew he lost him. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like, you have completely lost every motherfucker in this room, bro. Yeah, he was uh, dressed up though, like niggas. Nah, was, nah, yeah. he, he he put that shit on. Yeah, bro. That that's nigga, about he yeah. Dressed up, he, you know. He, um, like he knew what the fuck he was doing in that regard. And <laughs> niggas just you know we our our general lack of like I guess the way that the Golden Globes has been over all of these years, and then last year not even having a you know a, yeah. a live show and only announcing the. How did they announce the winners? It was niggas like a press just, release, bro. Yeah, niggas just sent sent a press release and probably mailed them their award. Like, here oh, you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, they mailed them their award, but the press release was like on the internet. I don't, I, niggas might have got an email, but the press release for show hit the internet <laughs> so we could all see the winners and shit. Um, 
And I honestly think a lot of people would probably have just preferred that it stayed that way. Uh, once again, this, Look, this I'm most a, I'm recent a, one didn't didn't put no confidence in a lot of people. Not at all. But guess the fuck what? Niggas is going to be right back to watching that big bitch in 2024 like we were this year. And we're going to have shit to say <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty positive they're not bringing Gerard Black ass back. I know the ha. Uh, Hollywood Foreign Press did uh, release a statement saying that they weren't too thrilled with some of his jokes, most especially that Whitney Houston joke. Mm. Uh, That was a, yeah. Yeah, even though I know people have their feels and like, you know, like, he wasn't really joking about her. He was more so joking about the hotel. I'm like, yeah, all of it was in poor taste, though. All of it. Literally all of it. Yeah. And... That's yeah. why I said it was. Then that's why I said it's, it, it. I think if he knew that's how the crowd would mm-hmm. respond, he would have did different jokes. Because something like that, he probably assumed like, okay, if I make this joke, everybody's gonna be like, ooh, ha ha. ha. Mm-hmm. But it, everybody's just kind of like, ooh, silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh, very awkward <laughs> silence. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. This like what he said about fucking Tom Cruise and and church Scientology and niggas. Yeah, like, that was that was a crazy. Are you one. trying to get excommunicated from Hollywood here, pal? Bruh, that, like, that what nigga. is going on? Um, but the Globes happened earlier this month. You know, the winners, you know, some good, some bad. Abbott Elementary won big. Shout they out did. to them. They did. Um, a shout out Quinta. Shout out Tyler James Williams. Shout out to the show itself. Yes. All three of they Great won show. best series. Quinta won her category. Tyler James won in his. Yeah. I don't think Shirley Ralph won in hers, but no. I know her and Janelle James were nominated for they sure. Were. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone else, you know, all the other black winners there, you also had, you know, like um, Michelle Yeoh won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. As she should. Um, Kate Blanchett did win for Tar. Like so said, this, is gonna be a, this is going to be a, t- this is going to be a tough one. That might uh, be the most challenging category at the academies this year, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give up my, I'm not going to give up my answers, uh-huh. but I, I think, I think I know who's going to win. I think it's, it's. Kind of, I wouldn't say obvious, but I, I think, I think you can kind of gauge who win and mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough with it. But I will say, you know, that it, it is definitely between those two mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Um, Angela Bassett won for her role in Kind of Forever, so hey, I, I'm look, bro. That's, come on now, I want to see her do it. Yeah, I want to see, see her, her bring it, it home. For when she sure. won the Globe, that's when I was like, the Globe and the Critics Choice Awards. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, see, she but might the Globes did get this right because this is kind of how we feel, even though I. Don't think that's the best picture, but it makes sense. Spielberg won Best Director, and then his film won. That, for that's how it, best that's drama. how it should go. Like okay, I feel like that's that's kind of how it should go. That's how it. Yeah, it's, that makes the most sense. Um, you know, but before we end on this one, this is another. He's it, an intruder. Elvis winning at the Globes too. Austin Butler won in his category. He beat out everybody else. Yeah. So it. Dog, we've seen all of these award shows do some wild shit. I would not be surprised for one second if Austin Butler wins the Oscar for it's, Elvis. It's Presley. literally between him and Brendan. That's yeah. that's a tougher category. That's a tough category for me. That's the category that you I'm think like. So? I, okay, I I want to say it's gonna be Brendan, but I'm really I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I I got to see where the SAG goes. Honestly, SAG and a couple other awards, but I'm. That that's a tougher category. I feel like best actress it's a bit more okay, you can kind of gauge it, but best actor, I'm like, this mm-hmm. Brendan could even win the SAG, and I don't know if I would still pick uh like I might still yeah. go with uh, Austin Butler just in case. Like it's tough. That's a tough category. Yeah, man. 
Well, it ain't shit. like Bill Nye gonna win. Yeah, yeah, I I hear that, but <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Bill Nye. No, no, no disrespect to him yeah. at all. No disrespect to none of these artists. At, here. Let's at just all. be honest yeah. here. Like yeah. we, this is just us being. We being love niggas. film. We love TV. Yeah. At the end of the day. These people are highly decorated artists in of their course. professions. Yeah. Doing a great job and, and, and being talked about, which is ultimately what they want anyways. Yeah, you know, doing a um, great job for the most part. The Golden Globes on NBC, the ratings stunk again. It was that bad? Yeah, the ratings were not good. Not good. So Okay, so now summer not sounding like a yeah, bad idea, is so, it? No, yeah. So Who cares about were, ad space if niggas aren't even watching your show? Mm-hmm. Ain't even and see it was, the ad. It was prime time Sunday. Well, no, it was on Sunday. Tuesday. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was it, Tuesday. it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Although, although the irony is the college uh, National College football game was on Monday. On Monday. The, the way that game went, they actually could have went on Monday. And I think oh, they would have yeah. got more big. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they, I don't know what TCU was doing But, but it's also like if they tried to go up against it, like, niggas are like, you guys are idiots. Yeah. Do not go up against trying to go up against, Yeah. That's like trying to go up against, look, that's like trying to go up against the fucking Cowboys in the ratings. Oh, man. It's not worth it. You don't go up against, that's what, the, hey, look. Look, the Cowboys and Niners recently played. I'm still a little pissed that we didn't get the <laughs> fucking job done, obviously. But one thing we always are going to deliver on, is brand and brand awareness and getting the fucking ad dollars and the ratings and all that sh- All of those all things that the Cowboys, that, that really is what they care about more damn near than winning. It's like, oh, uh, shit, we didn't win? It certainly looks like it. How's the brand, though? Are we still high in, the highest in ratings? Are we still, th- still? I think the, that's the most valuable team in the world. Oh, yes. In any sport. In any sport. we To, to surpass football clubs in Europe and fucking soccer teams, as if Americans out there. Um, th- yeah. Your brand awareness is through the roof. And we're talking about stuff that's been around for over a century, mm-hmm. 50, 60 years. Yep. yep. Nuts. Um, but yeah, but they didn't, though the Cowboys were losers on, on uh, to the Niners, they did not lose in the ratings at night. They did not. They it's did still not. at the second the most second viewed. The second highest, um, most viewed, I think they had 46 million people watching 46 this game. 46 million people. Um, the only other game, this is number two. Well, guess the other game, Davey Dean. Bus. Uh, I mean, I know what it is, but to do a fake guess, it's the Cowboys again. It's the Cowboys again. They are number one. They lost the fuck. And of oh course, guess what? It's a loss. <laughs> yeah, y'all niggas got it. Y'all niggas got to get it together, man. To the fucking Packers in 2017, where they had 47 million viewers, 47.8 or something like that. That's close nuts. to 48. Um. So back to your original point, though. Globes going up against the fucking national championship game that night, they probably would have fared okay because a lot of niggas they watching that bro. game. They would have fared. What was TCU even doing there? That's what they was thinking. Let me cut they, this yeah, off. Yeah. I was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> niggas would have watched absolutely anything else on this planet. They would 100% did. Yeah. Um, but speaking of ratings, real quick, we're going to segue real quick. Something else that has been doing, did really well in ratings recently, brand new, brand new. This is a brand new show I'm talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. It's called The Last of Us. This is on HBO. HBO. Now, we've talked about it many times on this show because we've talked Talk about, about Warner it. Brothers Discovery a lot on this show, and they own HBO. There are only so many content companies, companies that are that you can tell they put con- like they really put the creators first. They really put the content first. 100%. Even though their parent company is Nixon and Axe and shit. We, yeah, we don't got to talk about We ain't got to talk episode. about the parent company. Let's you know just, I mean? just focus yeah. on... Let's on, focus on HBO. Let's focus on the highs here. You know let's I mean? not focus Some on the lows. Home box office. Oh, let's focus on home, home box office here. 
The Last of Us, man, one of HBO's like their newest hit it. show here, bro. I love it. Jumped in twenty two percent viewership in one week. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's the highest jump. I think. Let me let me pull it up here. Let me yeah, let me fact check that. Um, that's a, that's a big jump though. But a twenty two percent. They saw a twenty two percent jump in viewers. Um, just in a week, only two episodes out here. But how you feeling? How you feeling about um the direction so far? What do you think? Uh, how you think HBO is um has handled the? Because this is based on the game. This it is, is based on the game. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I haven't played again. The engineer played again. We were talking about it uh, yep. before the show. Um, and he told me I can get that shit for free. So I must be Uh-oh. playing that shit soon. Uh, but no, I so I watched a friend play the last level of the the second edition of the mm-hmm. game or the sequel to the game. Uh, so I do know a little bit about Last of Us, and from what I do know and shit, I'm like, okay, this this seems like an entertaining mm-hmm. enough game. Like, um, but based on the show, I'm like, okay, now I want to play the game more. Like right. the show just seems like the show just makes the game seem so much better. Um, but the show does a really good job of just telling a story that just seems compelling that you want to sit and watch, mm-hmm. like for, you know, over time. Um, I'm, I'm like before I started watching, my girlfriend's like, I don't really want to watch that. And then, like, 10 minutes into the first episode, she's, like, sitting down watch, with, with me watching the shit. So, mm-hmm. I think it's a really entertaining show, and I think it can only get better. Uh, the issue with a lot of video game adaptions is what good is the movie going to be if mm-hmm. you can have your your own unique experience when you turn on the game? You know what I'm saying? I dig that. So, it's really hard for a lot of video game adaptions to kind of, like... To really translate into a... Yeah, like, like a scripted series, essentially, or even a scripted film. Or like, scripted you know film. what I mean? Just uh, it's only really kind of recently that things have kind of gotten better, like The Witcher. Did uh, you ever watch um, um the Halo series on Paramount Plus? I didn't, but I heard that was good. I heard it was good too. Yeah, yeah, I heard that was really good. Um, so I didn't watch. Well, that. Let's ask, ask our engineer. You watched the uh, the Halo series, bro? Nah, no. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I, the, so I've heard it's good, but I don't know anybody that's watched it. So. I'm gonna have to lock in. I know yeah. the I know the game Halo. I've never played it. Well, I have played it before once upon a time in passing, probably just like randomly. Yeah. Um, but I did see that the series got pretty good ratings. Got pretty good ratings, yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean that that's a, another game oh, yeah. actually that I didn't play. But uh yeah, so once again, like, you know, as of late, the video game adaptions have just been mm-hmm. they've been kinda knocking it out the park. Yeah. So so I, next up, they 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 doing the damn thing. They doing it. They, they adapt things it. pretty well though. They HBO. do. They do. I, I think they adapt things very well. Game of Thrones is an adaptation. I mean, um, Game of Thrones is an adaptation. Lovecraft Country, Lo- Love, Lovecraft. I mean, yeah. Chef. Oh man, Excuse me, goodness. Uh, Watchmen. That's Watchmen. another adaption. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they no, they do a lot of adaptions. Mm-hmm. Of course, their original stuff is fire, like Wire, Sopranos, um, Oz. Oz. Yeah. yeah, that's damn. I haven't heard about that show in a while. That's right. Yeah, that nigga took it back. Entourage. Uh, Entourage. I, I even like Ballers. Insecure. I even like Ballers. Insecure. Oh, Insecure, of course. I don't know how the fuck I forgot Insecure rap, rap shit. shit. Uh, we could just say just start naming. We can shit. really just. I yeah, mean, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, we're just gonna be here naming hey, shit for another hour. Y'all you know, because like, we were just talking about the NFL, and guess what? I do love watching on HBO is uh, fucking Hard Knocks. Oh, Hard Knocks yeah. is good. Hard Knocks is good. Yeah, and they've been doing the in season ones too. Like, yeah, even though the most current in season one was a fucking shit show because that team season was terrible. That show sucked, <laughs> but the show itself was great. The show's always great. Yeah, yeah, they never miss. So but, HBO, uh, yeah, no, HBO's been, they, they I like Last thing. of Us, bro. Like, um, you know, I went into it blindly because I one I didn't know it was based on a game, and I do know that the creator of the game is involved in the show. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, then it should be if if he's involved. Then it should at least go in the, the right direction. They got the fucking original creator 
involved with the creative process of the series. So I was, you know, I was hopeful on that. And um, two episodes in, man, I'm really locked in. I like, you know, dystopian types of, like, end of the world, <laughs> natural disasters, shit like that. Even though, you know, I've, I, you know, I've talked on this show many times, you know, all of those seasons of The Walking Dead that I fucking watched mm. um, until it just fucking dropped the ball, like, season six or five or something like that, six, I think. Um I like I just like those I like so like those types of shows, especially if it's in like the same vein as, you know, other horror, thriller series, movies, franchises type yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's it's definitely it's definitely there. Yeah, it's definitely I would say it, it's most similar to like a more high production uh Walking Dead. Oh yeah, I, I like I mean? that. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy because Walking Dead had a very high yeah, production. Very, very yeah. high production, yeah. yeah, high budget. Yeah, but this one just seems like a bit more of that and like they're kinda and are almost telling a smaller story. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, a group of people, it's just like obviously two people. Um so yeah, I I mean, yeah, you know, everything you said. Two episodes in, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, HBO saw um, like I said, twenty two percent rise in, in viewership. It went from four point seven million on opening, like on the release day, to now, uh, Warner is reporting that it's like a little bit over ten million now since. Oh wow! Since episode two, just just the Damn, second episode. Bro. <laughs> when I talk about the first one, we were just talking about episode two. So episode three is likely. They, they look. I don't know how it's gonna fare, but the, the the way that these shows work, especially with. You know how the engagement that they get on social media is key. Yeah, a lot of people talk have been talking about The Last of Us on Twitter, on IG, TikTok, all everything. Yeah. So I can only imagine that episode three is going to probably see another rise. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's, viewers. it's going to be one of those shows that, um, you know, when you get to the end, like the end of the season, every episode is just going to be like so much more than mm-hmm, the last. Which I think mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones like is that. that way. Yeah, Game of Thrones is like that. Um, Breaking Bad was like that, but just with seasons. Yes. Because yes, the first yes, like yes. three seasons, nobody really watched. And then like every season like after that, everybody was like... Four and five. The final two, yeah. niggas was like, oh my goodness. Niggas was locked the fuck in. Oh yeah, my. Which recently, that also, we were talking about um, Fruitville earlier. Breaking Bad just had its like 15th year anniversary. Oh, really? This not too long ago. Damn. So... A lot of a lot of greats getting, you know, getting the flowers that they deserve. And those two, Fruitville, Breaking Bad anniversaries still relevant in in culture in tv and film yeah too. yeah so but yeah i want to rewatch. <laughs> that's actually a rewatch because i've been wanting to rewatch um that one again again yeah. um but i think i want to because uh, now that better call Saul is ended now i can watch it the way that i've been yeah yes you need to watch that too. yes that that, so. that yeah Gonna get back around to those two shows because I mean, if you've listened to the show even one or two times, I've probably talked about Breaking Bad on on it, and in some yeah, way, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, but um, speaking of HBO, speaking of um, Warner Discovery dropping the ball, we weren't gonna let them get off just because they did the right thing with The Last of Us. I knew it was gonna. Doesn't happen. mean that they they did everything right. Recently, and you know I have talked about on this show before, I think, you know, I, I didn't have super high hopes for it, but I went into this, the movie like, okay, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll at least be very much, at the very least, entertaining. Okay. Um, I'm talking about House, LeBron James's House Party, House Party ladies and gentlemen out there, um, released not that long ago, released on Friday the 13th. Yes. In theaters, 
even though it was supposed to be on HBO Max, it was supposed to be on HBO Max last summer. It got shelved, but you not you. One thing I said on this show, and I predicted it, and that's exactly how it happened. You're not shelving LeBron James. Yeah, that that <laughs> he I no that would that probably would have went fu- real yeah. far south. If I don't know really how this nigga to. lobbied to get this film. Um, off the shelf where HBO or Warner, where Warner was about to fucking put it for the rest of its goddamn existence. Um, but you know what? I think it should have remained on that shelf, or it should have very at least just remained on HBO Max. Really, this movie should not. I, I have think been I, so. I heard in the reason um, they put it in theaters was just to build up hype for when it goes on HBO Max. That that's I like. That's a good strategy. But damn, put <laughs> all of that money into just just for it to tank. Yeah. Again, something else tanking on behalf of of Warner Discovery. You do all of that for a film to tank in a box office just to to hope that people are gonna lock into it when it hits HBO Max. It ain't doing that good in the box office. It's not it doing that good in ratings. Like people are not just not liking it really that much. Yeah. You have you it's you have some people like me who at least saw the entertainment value in it. I didn't leave the film disappointed. You know, I'm like, yeah. I wasn't like, damn, that was terrible. I was like, it was funny in some parts. You know, I was entertained. You know, I got to see yeah. some cameos. You know, uh, got to see niggas fuck shit up like they did in the original house party. And you know, I, I left okay. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't like I need my fucking. Cause there are some films. I've said it before. Well, if it ain't good, back. I'm leaving while the film is still going. I'm not even staying till the end. If it ain't good, <laughs> I'm leaving. But I stayed all the way through that one. But I do think that that one should have stayed all the way on HBO Max. Should not have been in any theater. Should not have been close to the big screen. I, the only yeah. big screen it should have been close to is at Niggas Cribs. <laughs> not, <laughs> not at AMC. Not at TCL. Not at Cinemark. None of that. That shit should have been in the crib. Um, there are a lot of holes in in the story that people you I could dissect for a long time. One of my good friends, you know, he has another podcast too that he talked about it because he's a house party like fucking like period. He he one thinks that house party much how you feel about F. Gary Gray's Friday. Friday yeah, he feels that this is like the quintessential American one of like coming of age American films, but not even that is he just feels it's an all around perfect film. Oh wow, the first house party. That, that's good the first movie. house party. Yeah, first house party is good. I don't debate him on that at all, even though yeah. I think house party two is better than the first yeah, house party. I remember we talked about it a couple of us ago. But whatever. That's that. Um, this two new one, 2023, um, I think it's got some good things working. You know, I, I like how they, you know, have like little Easter eggs, you know, and, and, and black culture references. Like they even reference Belly in the film in a way. Okay. Um, you know, Kid and Play make a, a weird appearance. All right. Um, the storyline is just really messy. Um, doesn't make sense in certain places, but, you know, I didn't really expect it to. Yeah, I was going to say, was that, like, that's not, you know. Like, what am I, I'm not, who the fuck am I expecting to write this film here? Like, yeah, on. yeah. Although I think Stephen Glover wrote it, Yeah, didn't yeah, he? he's, yeah, but, you know, Stephen Glover. It's still House Party. Yeah, it's still House Party. You know, yeah. it's like how... What type of that. film are you really trying to make yeah. here? You know, you're still basing this on on existing IP, even though yeah. it's a, a, a reboot or remake. What would this be fall under? I haven't seen it, but I was unless this it probably can, fall under a remake because it didn't reboot the original storyline. It just uh, it didn't reboot the original storyline, and it's not a continuation of anything that happened right. in the. It's a remake. It's definitely a remake, right? Yeah. Okay. They shouldn't have remade it. Let's it talk is. about. <laughs> Oh no! I mean a reboot, not a remake. Because if they re, 
if it rehashed a lot of the shit that happened in the first film. So this is remake, technically a reboot. It's a reboot. Same okay. franchise, but a different... Nigga, it, but this whatever shouldn't it is, have been just, booted yeah. up. This should have been at the crib. <laughs> Nigga, so said, turn that shit off. Yeah, it, I, I, but you know, we do our ratings on here. Um, let's look at my letterbox rating review. On yeah, it. I think I was pretty generous on it. I think I still was favorable because I'm just not a, I'm not a harsh critic when it comes to rating films. I, I agree with you on that. I'm not <laughs> super harsh. Um, because at the very least, man, I respect filmmakers and artists who put. Energy and time and money and all of that. Yeah. At the very least, I'm going to respect you that. You're giving out the money. At least you tried. At the, that's exactly what it is. Um, but for House Party, and I had the pleasure, because I can openly talk about it now. Ain't no more NDAs here. I originally had the pleasure of seeing it early. Um, this is true. And I watched it again. You know, I was thinking that maybe because I had a lot of notes for the film. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of notes when niggas gave when they hand, started handing them iPads yeah. out. I was like, "Oh, I'm, who the person I was with?" I'm like, "Shit, you might as well lock in for a little bit because <laughs> we're gonna be here for a hot <laughs> second. Yeah. Um, but um, I had the pleasure of seeing it early, but I I went seeing it again. Thinking, okay, maybe no, come on now. I knew already one they were not gonna reshoot anything because this film wasn't even really supposed to be seeing light of day. Yeah, yeah. This was supposed yeah. to be on the shelf forever. Yeah. Nobody was going to be able to see it unless the niggas, if you saw it early, me and other people. Um, but they, of course, the, the the final film, the final release or whatever, the the, the, the final version of the film, um, nothing changed. It's the mm. exact same as I remember when I first saw it. Didn't really care for a lot of the storyline, like certain parts, disliked certain things, pros and cons. All of those things are in there. Um, but my rating for the film. Let's hear it. And least, then let's get your recommendation. Okay. So let's do that real quick. Um, out of five, I gave it a three. Okay. I actually gave it two and a half. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I gave it two and a half. Gonna drop well, half a point again? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> two and a half was in two and a half to me is it like that's I mean it's it's out of five. Out of that's, five. That's not it's still terrible. a five. Like that's it's still not terrible. Yeah. You still got fifty percent. I still fifty like, percent yeah. Fifty percent of it I liked, fifty percent of it I didn't like. Let's, let's, yeah, let's that's, cut that's, it that that's not terrible. That's not terrible at all. Um it ain't great. It ain't great. But it ain't terrible. But it ain't terrible. It ain't... Look, on my litter box, there are films that I've rated low. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I love I love the Halloween film franchise. There's a lot of those that it's I like rated that one. You can do a zero, shit. can't you? No, you can't do a zero. I don't know if you can do zero. I think you just do like half a star. Half a star? Yeah. Shit, I'm a Actually, you can just not even give it a star at all. You can just fucking... But you can rate it. You can just rate it. You don't Damn. have to give it no stars. And niggas, niggas did that a lot for this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my recommendation out of what? Are we doing out of what? Out of five. Out of five? Oh, man, wait till this shit hits HBO Max. Oh, that's damn near zero. Well, no, you still bro. recommending it. Bro, recommending Max, it. man, yeah. It, it might be a good time. You know, it's, it's still kind of like got some of its charm, like in terms of like just like, like a. asking a question. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I ain't selling it. Huh? I am not selling that it. That nigga said, still got some of his <clears throat> charm. Let me straighten up. Still got some of his charm. <laughs> um, still got some of that charm, man. But um, you know, it, it lacks in a lot of areas where I know people who love the first house party or at least first two or three. They're gonna pretty not much like love the original one. franchise. They're yeah, not. They're, they're not gonna, not fuck gonna really. Like. Me being open minded, I at the very least, you know, found some of it entertaining. Okay, so. What I would recommend is for niggas to wait until this hits HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, do not go spend not a goddamn dollar like my black ass did. But hey, 
we say it on this show all the time. We are two niggas watching. That's why absolutely niggas watching. Absolutely, we gonna give niggas a shot, even we if we don't like it, bro. Niggas gonna get we a gonna shot. We gonna give it a shot. What? Because why not? You know what I'm saying? Because why not? White people make mid films all the time. Man, they make shitty films all the time. Shit sometimes Constantly. gets fucking recognition by award shows. Yeah, even if it's the Razzies. Be like, yo, this is like that's where the... this one's going. This is going to Razzies. This is going to Razzies. It's going to Razzies. That's what Razzies actually now. just got dragged recently. You yeah, because they they nominated that 12 year old girl. And I wasn't mad because that film with Firestarter was terrible. It was awful. She it was like the, terrible. Man, that sucks. That movie was I, terrible. But my whole thing about it was like, y'all already nominated her. Y'all knew people might trip when you nominated a 12-year-old mm-hmm. girl. So why even backtrack and be like, okay, now we got age limits? Like, y'all either shouldn't have did it in the first place. It should have just stood 10 toes down, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, but uh, yeah, House Party, man, look, just look, before we move on, because we about to end up here, y'all. Um, the headline that I read on one of the reviews is, a 90s comedy classic gets re- uh, gets remade with less joy. It's <laughs> cold shit. <laughs> oh my god. Critics, critics some cold niggas with their bro, headlines. That, that's bro. actually really fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's really fucked up. Like like less joy. You niggas less joy. Yeah. But there are some standouts in the film. Like Melvin Gregg was in the film which Oh okay. Shout which out to Melvin. I man thought boy. he was I thought his a lot of his was improvised, you could tell. Yeah, I okay. It was great. Shout out to Man Boy. I, um, I just started rewatching Snowfall, too, just, which you're going to get into in a mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, I just started re- uh, rewatching Snowfall. How, and how, uh, and how, how is, how's that been? You know, we can, man, look, we can segue the fuck off of House Party. That uh, nigga said, we done. We're done. Hey. So we done with House Party. Watch it when it hit HBO Max. Give it a shot, man. I'm, yeah. I'm always with at least giving something a shot. And, you yeah, know, give it an opportunity. Form your own um, opinion, man. That's just what the fuck I think. But yeah. Snowfall, you you, you starting it? I, yeah, started? so I restarted it probably a couple weeks ago. I'm mm-hmm. on season three now, but um, I just wanted to give like a quick little recap of first season. I feel like you know, yeah, leading good. up to Snowfall, why it's not? About to be back. Um, before I get into the recap of season one, though, there was a couple things I had seen about the the first season that I just didn't know, like mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit more about the original pilot that they had a uh, John Singleton directed and it was supposed to go to Showtime, mm-hmm. but then passing on it. Fucking D. Ray Davis was Uncle Jerome. Lauren London was Aunt Louie. Jill Scott was a mom. Uh, so the dude who played Kevin was Leon, and they had somebody else play him. The whole plot was like almost completely different. It was actually more complicated, which is crazy considering how complicated that first season was. Mm-hmm. But the original pilot was more complicated. Like Teddy wasn't really a character. It was like the son of a senator mm. that was helping the CIA and shit. Like, okay. Also was still in it, but also was a bit more violent. But so Got you. I, I read what claimed to be the original script. I also saw a description that kind of made it seem like, okay, this might actually have been the original script. Uh, and when I was reading, I was like, damn, thank God we got the show that we got. Because yeah. this shit seemed like, I don't know if I would have hated it. but I don't, I don't know, know if I would have hated it either, but I'm like, I don't, oh. I don't know if I would have liked it. Lauren uh, London is Aunt Louie. D. Ray Davis is Uncle Jerome. Jill Scott is a mom. Probably would have been okay with that. That, that, that. That's not bad. Glad that D-Ray got recast as fucking Peaches. Peaches. Yeah. yeah. I know, so there was actually an interview where Nipsey Hussle was talking about mm-hmm. Lauren London supposed to be on uh, Snowfall, and he was like, uh, you know, because they had a child at the time. It was like one of the roles that she was like, damn, I'm so upset I had to do this, but she ended up being fine about it, and obviously she's okay about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, going into the recap, the the first season, having rewatched it, bro, because you know, like I said, rewatching it in anticipation for the new season. Uh, I realized I was like, damn, they they've kind of done like some really cool long term storytelling here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one issue with the show is that it, it kind of sometimes goes so fast and so complicated that they either completely skip over scenes that you know they'll just 
do the aftermath of it, mm-hmm. or they just don't. Um, they still do. Yeah, they still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they just don't adequately explain certain things. You know what I mean? Like, it's certain things I'm like, this was brought up in the first season and just never. And never, never explored again. Yeah. Um, but I realized the first season was was definitely overcomplicated. It's still a really, really good season when you mm-hmm. rewatch it. It's still, like, a lot of good that comes from it. But it's just overly complicated. Um, but I think one of the better things about it is that, you know, we kind of get to see Franklin. We kind of get to see that that Franklin coming up. We get to see him being, like, just more scared, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a bit more full of himself. Um, one issue I have with the first season is that it's mistakes he makes in, like, the first three episodes that he continues to make for the rest of the series. Mm. Like, just trusting the wrong niggas, thinking that he's too good. Yeah, he that did he that a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thinking that he he, he just couldn't be touched and shit, like, just being greedy as well. Like, it's just certain shit that I'm like, he keep making these mistakes, and it seems like you learn and you... You just don't learn. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, you get substantially worse. Yeah. Um, but I, I did, I do want to emphasize the way it kind of ended. I like the way, like, from the beginning, he's, like, really that scary-ass nigga. And like, by the end, you kind of see him, like, okay. like He's turning into that guy. Yeah, he's kind of coming up. So, and it kind of reminds me, we was talking about Breaking Bad earlier. Mm-hmm. It, it def- the trajectory definitely reminds me of Breaking Bad mm. a little bit. Oh, elaborate like, just a little bit further on that one. Yeah, so so the trajectory for Franklin, mm, uh, right, right, right. to me, I think is really similar to uh, a Walter White, where it's like, you have this person where it's like, you could have dis- just did the right thing. You're smart enough yep. to have taken your talents anywhere. 100%. And, you know what I mean? You could have done something beneficial. For whatever reason, you decided um, mon- making a lot of money is better than, better than, than doing the quote-unquote right, right thing. Doing the right thing, yeah. um, and, 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 you know, both of them justify making a lot of money as doing the right thing as far as they're concerned because, like, they're able to, to do things they weren't able to do before. Take care of families, um, which is usually the case. Yeah, and but, but both of them, you kind of see it start out nobly and then just kind of spiral out of control. With Walter White, he just kind of becomes a, a megalomaniac. Like, he just wants to be... Heisenberg, he like starts believing in the hype. Uh, with Franklin, it's a bit more of he keeps thinking. You you can see it really in the first season a lot. He thinks he's 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 the guy that's gonna lift the whole hood up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he thinks mm-hmm. he can only do it by making himself the best possible person. And right, he, he right, doesn't right. care who he kind of fucks over and who he, you know what I mean? But he makes people think he cares. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's kind of his issue. And Walter White kind of has. A similar issue, but Walter White's motivations are just completely different than like Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you get to see a lot of that in the first season, and then with uh, Reed, uh, Reed, that nigga. Uh, I realized that nigga didn't change damn near throughout the whole season, yeah, uh, whole he, series. He's he been the same pretty much. He pretty much been the same. He just got a little bit worse over time, like just gradually, gradually worse over time. Um, but yeah, no, just rewatching the first season does make me really appreciate like the first three seasons a lot more. Because I feel like they kind of goes in like two season arcs almost. I haven't seen like a lot of the show. Like by from the first episode of you know an odd number season to the mm-hmm. end of the next even number season, mm-hmm. it feels like one like sort of mini series almost. That makes sense. And then okay. the next one would almost be like a brand new pilot. Um, and I, I think you know you can definitely see that with a with the first season beginning wise, just because how they establish all the characters and everybody damn it gets rebooted every two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when is snow? Cause snowfall, the final season. We're about yeah. to be on the final season here, Absolutely. ladies and gentlemen. Like this is this is one for sure. You know, I know you've talked about many times this being like damn near a perfect show. I um, yeah, it's it's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, I know you have your your feel feelings about its most recent season. I do. Um, 
but overall, the show itself is still still I, still up. And from your rewatching, it still holds up pretty. Oh, well. it, it definitely still okay. holds up. Like I said, I'm on season three now, which mm-hmm. season three. I think is my favorite is that season. Where, yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's like my favorite season. I feel like a lot of times season threes in certain series is really when they like really oh like yeah catch on for a lot of people. Yeah, because so, so the thing with Snowfall is um they they spent so much of the first two seasons just establishing so much shit mm-hmm. that when you do kind of get to the action, it's like okay, this is like a welcome kind of change of pace. But um you know for the most part, it's not like the norm of what's going on in the series. With season three, it's just like you know. From mm-hmm. jump, niggas you know is getting I mean? it, yeah. Niggas is active niggas from is, the beginning. Niggas is getting active. Uh, even season four, of course. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, no this, this is definitely one of my favorite shows. I I wish they would if they would have ended at season four, it would have been a borderline perfect show. Mm. Uh, perfect show. Uh, I think I think they have kind of overstayed their welcome, but I'm glad they're ending now, and I think they could really end strong. Um, I think so too. Yeah, but but it's definitely one of my favorite shows. Okay, yeah. out of out of all the seasons, before we wrap up, tell the people out there like rank the seasons, rank your Ooh, and yeah, yeah, rank the seasons. He wanted to bring up Snowfall. I did, I did. You know what I mean? That rewatch is like we got to talk about this mm-hmm. shit. Um, I'd probably say season three. Okay, definitely number one. Season for three me. is number one. Um. Then I, I'd I'd probably say season two. I actually rewatching season two. I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty fucking fire. Mm. Um, then I would say season one. Yeah, season one. So three, two, one, four, five. Yes, and and I'll say the first four like they're all it it, it not necessarily interchangeable. Three is definitely number one, but. Mm-hmm. Two, one, and four; those are kind of interchangeable for me because I, I like all those seasons for different reasons. Yeah, uh, five is for sure, for sure, last for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's got pros and cons in the last one. Huh? It, it does, it does. I so Highs I that, and lows. yeah, and that's what made me realize they do the little weird reboot shit. If you notice, like, like okay, so season one, season two feels like a, a continuation for season one. And then you get to season three, and you're like, oh, why do I feel like I'm with some brand new characters? Like the whole vibe is different. Mm-hmm. And then same thing when you get to season five. It's like okay. season three was the last season that um, the late great John Singleton was involved in, right? Yes, he died around the time they were filming. Four. He was supposed to direct the last episode of that season, but ended up not doing it. Mm, okay, he couldn't obviously. Right, 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 um, right, right, exactly. But yeah, and also season four was supposed to be a little different. I think I would have liked season four if it would have been. If it wasn't for COVID, because there was mm. like there was a whole direction they planned to go in with that season that they weren't able to do. Damn! Um, Don't you hate when you learn those those little tidbits? I, bro, afterwards, yeah. Like, after the fact. like, like damn, there's really? a lot of shit. Like there was supposed to be like some type of more of a gang war going on. Ah, yeah. I, do, I, I feel like I I feel like because there was a gang war in which season was that? It was, were, it was a gang war in season four, right? Four, yeah. But it was supposed to be. But it was supposed but, to be way more like. Yeah, it was like which. A, I've honestly kind of been wondering where that is because I know yeah. at the same time that all of this is happening, gangs in LA are like yeah, and that that was supposed to be the season that really talked about, but COVID kind of made it so they couldn't at, at that time really shooting big ass groups like they wanted to. Um, so yeah, it, it, it. I think season four, from what I heard, it was it's, from what I've heard, it should have been. I think I would have liked it more. I think Leon was possibly supposed to die. Mm. Yeah, so there there was a lot of stuff that was supposed to happen in season four that didn't happen. Because if you notice, after season four, all of a sudden Leon is completely di- like everybody's different after season four for no reason at mm-hmm. all. Uh, but yeah, that 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 ugh. I hate when I figure out some shit we supposed ain't to that do, it. Bro. 
But you know, I mean, Snowfall is 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 on its way back um, for its final season final next season, month, February twenty second. February twenty second. They premiered at the end the end of the month. Okay, yeah. Okay, I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at that because it's also about to lead to a whole lot of other TV that's that's due Man. out in spring. Um, but hey, you know. I think really that that might be it, y'all. Hey, we appreciate y'all. Absolutely, Thanks locked for in for this episode. We know we we got a little lengthy because we had some topics to discuss. We did, you we know did. what I mean? Like we really had to get through these topics. But we always appreciate y'all locking in with us for however long we've been talking. Um, Dini Bus, tell these people where they can find you on socials. Oh, you can find me at Dini Bus on there Instagram. Uh, the rest of the pod and IG and all that jazz mm-hmm. is all up in the. Link trees. Yeah. It's on our link. Link in bio. Yeah, link in bio. Um, you already find know. You? you know, I'm gonna be on Twitter. Um, IG, I'm sometimes on there. I'll be on I'll be on IG a lot less than I ever have been, honestly. <sighs> bro. Um we can talk about it, social media off air, but yeah, sure. I've been off that shit. Yeah, but you know, on Twitter, letterbox, all of those places, you know, Absolutely. I'm gonna be talking about films, talking about shows, and be talking about all of that. Um and uh yeah, man, we appreciate y'all niggas locking in. And we will talk to you niggas next time. Knife, take us out. Whoop! Niggas saw it. So now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it. Now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it. Now niggas.